Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost. Well, thank you so much for that introduction, Carl, and welcome to Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Of course, today is the best day of the week because it's Friday and I get to touch people's hearts in a positive way, looking to cause a ripple effect. You know, it's very simple to touch people's hearts just by doing something extra special, nice on Fridays. I love to have the opportunity to make new friends and we take time here on the podcast to talk about one of the four C's for success. Of course, at Graduate Thrivers, my business partner and I often share tips about success and how to get there. And we use these four C's as the base in which we teach from. So the first C is make a commitment, then have communication of some kind to be able to share the information to a community that will either support you or listen and help you out and then finally collaborate. So today we have the opportunity to talk about community and I have a new to me young friend that is joining me today. Abby Ellerglick goes by the stage name of Acelia and she was born and raised in Virginia However, she has recently moved to Chicago for school and to pursue a career in the music industry. She is passionate about music, art, social justice, and works to combine different aspects of these passions in her creative endeavors. So very much looking forward to having a conversation with Abby. Welcome, Abby, and happy Friends Friday. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, and I'm really excited about having a conversation with you about community because as far as I can tell, you're involved in quite a few. Am I right? Yes, for sure. (laughs) Awesome. So I know that community is one of the four C's for success. We call it the third C because it's so important to have a community in anything that you do, but primarily to be able to count on other people. It doesn't matter what it is that you're doing. So tell me from your perspective, how is community important to you? Community is the most essential part of being a musician. And some people might say, you know, it's learning about the theory or it's perfecting your craft or perfecting your, you know, your voice or like a certain part of what you do. But Aside from all of that, even if you're the best musician in the world, if you don't have a community and you don't have people supporting you, you're not going to get anywhere and nobody's going to know who you are. So for me, it's essential that I build a huge, as big as I can, community of people who love my music, who, you know, love me as a person, who want to collaborate with me, who I really respect, um, because we're trying to go up together. And I've learned since I got to college that it's not just about people supporting me. It's about me having people who I support. And it's just really about finding a group of people who we can grow together and kind of accomplish our goals simultaneously at the same time, even though they might be slightly different. Beautiful. I love that. And so you mentioned that um, community 
is important and that you helping others is also important. So tell me, how do you support other people in your community? Well, I mean, in the music community specifically, it's about coming to each other's shows. Like I'll go to a friend's show, even if I'm, you know, not performing at it. We also support each other by creating shows for each other. You know, there's not always going to be somewhere to perform. So uh, me and a friend are creating a show in our friend's living room, you know, Um, and we're going to have mainly other musician friends there. So for me, it's important to to support people in that way, like showing up for them. And then also on social media is a big thing, you know, just kind of reciprocating energy and, and listening to each other. Beautiful. Now, how do you help each other on social media? What are some of the things that you might do to support each other on social media? Well, unfortunately, because I don't love social media, it's a huge part of being an artist today. You almost can't get away with not having a social media presence. And for me, I'm, I'm working on growing my following and all of that. And usually my friends are the foundation of that. You know, it's not going to start off being people who are crazy about me, all these fans or anything. It's going to start off with just being people who like me. And, you know, we like to support each other's content. You know, it's liking each other's posts, tagging each other in posts, um, posting collaborations where we're singing together and trying to combine our followers and get each other to have mutual followers. So there's definitely a lot of ways through social media that we can do that. And with college, it kind of comes with it because we're meeting people constantly. We're performing a lot. So it's just kind of continuously happening. Beautiful. Now in Chicago, because you moved from Virginia yeah. to Chicago. So in Chicago, are you going to a school of, of the arts? Like, are you at a music academy or what kind of school is it? Yeah, it's. It's just a liberal arts school. It's called Columbia College Chicago. So it's not it's not just a music school, but it is centered on creatives. It's a college for creatives. That's what they call it. And, you know, I'm in the music department. And so we're all kind of doing the same thing. It's a lot of performers. That's that's the main like type of person that attracts people who want to be active in the music industry and want to perform. But then there's a lot of like comedy majors, uh, design, fashion. So we all kind of go together. And that's one of the things I like about it, that like, I have found lots of friends who can support me with like photo shoots and music videos and stuff like that. So yeah. Awesome. And of course, that would be the fourth C would be collaboration. And I'll be talking about that one next. Because naturally, when you have a community in which you're participating in, whether that's, uh, you know, a community of arts, a community as far as sports goes, a community of people that maybe like particular type of uh, music, poems, books, whatever it is, it's a common interest amongst that group of people, which is what a community is. But realistically, a community starts at home. And so it takes only two people to have a community mm-hmm. and of course a mother and father is a community yeah. and I understand something really cool about you that you were born at home <laughs> yeah I was and honestly I I give a, a lot of credit to that to making me who I am today just because of like 
I don't know, I don't want to get too hippie with it and freak anybody out, but I think when you're born and you come into the world in, like, a calm environment like that and such, like, a loving place with only, you know, people who are around you to love you, it's it's bound to to make you a little bit more calm in your life. And I think, yeah, I do. I give my parents a lot of credit for the way they brought me into the world, for sure. I love that. And hearing that from a child that was born at home after the fact, you know, because your parents did it for their reasons. And my sister-in-law tried to give birth on several occasions to, Mm -hmm. she's got four kids. Yeah. And there was always something that prevented her from actually delivering at home. But she finally did. And she was just so happy that she was able to follow through on that that commitment to herself, you know, she really wanted to be able to deliver naturally and deliver at home. Hats off to your parents, because it's not an easy task. (laughs) Not at all. It was like 40 hours. So wow. Wow. You definitely wanted to make an entrance, right? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely did. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's a great story. And of course, that is the foundation of your community. That's where it all began. Yeah. That's so cool. So cool. So tell me, what's the name of your album? So it's self-titled since it's the first album that I made, but the rest will not be self-titled. The, and, the future uh, albums. And you you just mentioned when we were doing our little chat before the actual on air that you have an EP. <laughs> Yeah, I do. (laughs) Extended play. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I actually have two finished EPs. I was very busy last year, um, but they're not released yet for a couple different factors, but I'm hoping to get those rolling soon. Nice. And so, of course, the listeners can follow you through the show notes on the podcast today. We're going to have all the information for them to be able to find your music, find you. Yes. Awesome. Well, I'm really glad about that. You know, you're also part of a very unique community in the fact that you drive a stick shift. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I felt the need to put that as a personal fact because I think it's lost art. You know, they're not making stick shift cars anymore. And it's just, it's, it's a philosophy, you know, it's like, it's how I want to live my life. I want to control. I want to lead. I want to have power. I want to really be the one driving it. So, yeah, I have a very cute little sports car that my mom's boyfriend uh, gave me. And I really, I was on top of the world in high school. We'll just say that. Nice. Well, you know what? I think uh, when I read that and you sent those notes over to me, I thought, wow, that is somebody who is not in her comfort zone, you move out of your comfort zone, because there's a lot of young people that cannot drive. (laughs) I personally love it. It's lots of fun, isn't it? There, Yeah, and there are a lot of young people. I don't know why people they're like, Oh, I could never do that. I it wasn't I mean, I went through that period of like, this is impossible. But you know, you just have to keep trying. Like, there is a little bit of a thing with my generation with just thinking that things are way harder than they are. Yeah, it wasn't that. Yeah. Very true. Well, hats off to you because I think that's a, that's a very unique skill to have these days. And, yeah. uh, and as I say, there are lots of people that drive stick shift sports cars. And so you are one of those 
people in that community. So that's super cool too. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, that leads to our positive attitude zone talk card question. And my business partner, Liz M. Raymond, uh, she was on the podcast with me uh, last episode. And actually what we do is I call it a sandwich because I introduce the C topic, speaking with a young person, a young new to me friend. And then I speak with a seasoned, experienced person about the same C topic. And based on those two conversations, then my business partner and I have a conversation about the same C topic. So I call it a sandwich, you know? Yeah, cool. (laughs) So she is the one who chose this question for you from the green category, which is my favorite category because it's all about creativity. Mm -hmm. Pretty appropriate for you. So the question is, if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? It's hard to come up with like one formulated answer for this because in some ways I feel like I'm doing it right now. Like in my life, the thing that I that I could fail at, but I'm kind of pretending that I can't fail. And just to me, I'm taking a bit of an unrealistic, you know, option of life, but I think you have to approach things as if you can't fail, you know, or you won't do it. Um, I guess if I couldn't fail, I would just be okay with continuously failing um, because it depends on how you define a failure, you know, and then what you do with the failure. Um, So if I couldn't fail, honestly, yeah, I just think it's about mindset. I think I can't fail right now. You know, I think that if I do fail, it'll help me, you know, so, so I guess that's not really an answer, but it's kind of an answer and that works for me. I would keep failing. Okay. That's the short version. I love it. I love it because I teach people about moving out of their comfort zone at Graduate Thrivers. And when you graduate, it's G-R-A-D capital U-I-T because you are always bigger than it whatever the it may be. And in this case, the it is often something that you are not comfortable with or unsure of. Mm -hmm. And so making the steps towards that moving out of your comfort zone, trying it anyways, because the success comes from the lesson learned from whatever experience it is that you had. So I totally agree with you because failure is simply a lesson. Mm -hmm. Simply okay. a lesson, you know, so that you can do better next time and keep trying. So I think you've hit the nail right on the head. And I'm so honored that uh, you shared that with with me and with the audience, because I think it's so important that people recognize that, you know, life is about having fun, growing and trying new things and being adventurous. And there is so much possibility when you move out of your comfort zone. And that's definitely what you're doing trying (laughs) awesome that's fantastic so now you get to pick a question for our next episode which i've invited a friend of mine and she's actually a new to me friend as well Mm -hmm. i'm a member of an organization called the women's institute which is an international Mm -hmm. women's organization that's been around for over 125 years and they advocate for change. And Michelle is a new member of the Women's Institute in my community here in Canada. We're in 
well, the, the Women's Institute branch that I'm part of is in Russell, and she is a new member. And when I started talking with her, I realized that she had some amazing value to share. And so I invited her to join me on the podcast. So Michelle is going to answer the question that you choose. So there's five different categories. Okay. The purple one is about relationships. The blue one is self-esteem and values. Green, creative thinking. Yellow, forethought. And pink is reflective thinking. So what color category would you like to choose from? Let's do purple. All right. So I have got two questions available for you in the purple category. What question would you like? One or two? Okay, two. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you could change one thing about your family, what would it be? That's the question Michelle's going to answer for us. Oh, I'm glad I didn't have to answer that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, that's not fun. I could offend people. It could, but at the same time, if you look at it from the positive side of things, if you could change one thing about your family, what would it be? So for example, I'm a grandma. And so Mm -hmm. if I could change one thing about my family, I would have my daughter living next door. Mm, Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Right? So that's, that's how you can look at it. It's not necessarily taking the negative things and wanting to change them. Yeah. So again, it's all about perspective, which is why these questions and these cards are so valuable because you come at it from a different perspective based on your life experiences. Yeah, for sure. All right. So now you get to share with us our fun joke. Oh, gosh. The listeners with a fun way to to end the show and to move into the weekend. You got one? (laughs) Okay, this is the only joke that I could find. I'm really not a jokester at all. Um, According to a recent survey, 77% of all chefs identify as part of the LGBTQ plus community. Apparently, they're all pansexual. (laughs) Thank you for pretending to laugh. (laughs) Good job, Abby. Thanks. Thank you. The chuckle. That was good. All right. So now we're going to give you the floor again uh, so that you can share with the listeners one takeaway. What's the most important thing you want them to leave with as far as community goes? The most important takeaway. I guess it would just be that even if you're not a musician or a creative of some type, but whatever you're passionate about, find your people within that and even if it's just a passion and not even something you're taking super seriously because I've never felt as inspired as I have in college and and really finding a lot of people to be in my community that I'm passionate about and I think it's kind of the stuff of life you know just finding people that you relate to and that you can talk to about about whatever you're interested in they can make you a lot happier. So yeah, that's my one thing. Lovely. Find a community of people that you have like-minded interests with and uh, be sure to listen, talk, share. That will definitely make you happy for sure. Well, I want to thank you again. Uh, I want to thank Uma who offered me the opportunity to speak with you. 
do speak with some of your friends because if your friends are interested in having a conversation with me, I would really greatly appreciate that. I'm looking to speak with more young people because I just love the perspective that you guys come from, you know, uh, very, very fresh is how I, how I see it. And uh, it gives me hope of possibilities of a bright future. So it's awesome talking to young people. For sure. Well, yeah, I will talk to them. I know some cool people. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'd really appreciate that. So I want to thank you, Abby. I know that with everything you're involved with, your time is very valuable. So I really appreciate you taking time out to talk to me today. And I want to, of course, say um, happy Friends Friday, wishing all of my listeners a fantastic weekend. Be sure to connect with me. You can reach me on our website at graduatethrivers.com. And of course, you have that contact information in the show notes. You can also uh, reach me through Facebook. We've got a private Facebook group for people who are in business called Stepping Stones for Success. And if you are at all creative, I would absolutely love for you to come and dance with me as the dancing motivator. You can check out my website and access uh, my contact information there too, because I like to have fun. And I certainly transfer that in everything that I do. So finally, I do want to mention that if you're interested in the Positive Attitude Zone talk cards, they are available on the Graduate Thrivers website. Would love your feedback on how you use them, how you uh, engage with other people and have meaningful conversations. So on that note, I'm going to finally say happy Friends Friday and I'll look forward to speaking with you again next week with my guest, Michelle. Goodbye and have a great day. Happy Friends Friday and thanks so much for joining me. Bye for now. Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleeprevot.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.